0: Hello and welcome to Literary Merit, the show where we tell you what media has value.
1: Spoiler alert, it's all of it. Also, spoiler alert, we'll be discussing spoilers as usual, so here's your warning. I'm Ashley. And I'm Alex.
0: And today we have our third ever guest, uh, the magnificent Rachel and or Brent, Uh, known on Twitter as Brent Raptor. How are you?
2: Um, I'm alright. Sorry, your audio just like freaked out for a
0: second. <laughs> oh sorry.
2: Very nervous. Um I thought you were being like assimilated into like the Borg or something. Yeah, um, that'll
0: happen sometimes. <laughs> if it happens too much, let me know, but it'll record on my end just fine. Okay. So as long as you can yeah. like figure out what I'm saying, then we're Was okay.
1: that? Yeah, just ask just ask right. to
2: repeat. Was that a good Borg joke? I've never seen Star Trek literally ever in my life.
0: It, it rang true to me, but I watch very little Star Trek myself. Okay, cool. So. Well, we're not talking about Star Trek. Can I introduce the topic? Sure, we usually do a little chatting first. Oh, but no, let's let's chat. Yeah, yeah how, how are you doing? Um, alright,
2: I had some trouble. I'm recording in my dorm, which is not ideal. Again, like, uh... Uh-huh. We, uh... The sound booth was locked, and there was nobody on campus to unlock it for me, which has me feeling... Pretty ticked, but that's alright. I mean, I'm coming into this with, like, some- a little bit of anger, but that's alright. They failed you. Yeah, they did. They failed me, and I will never forgive them. It's alright. It's my last- it's my last year here. I can afford to make grudges. Um,
0: (laughs) So, uh... We usually uh, start the show by just sort of talking about a little what we've been up to lately, if we've done anything fun or interesting. You, uh, you have any fun times lately, or just um, being a college person?
2: Yeah. Well, I'd love to hear about like what you two have been up to this week, but I can tell you I've been spending this week uh, depressed. No, I've been spending this um, week. No, it's that's it's that was a funny depressed, not a depressed. <laughs> depressed. Trust me, I'm not. <laughs> I am not at any point being earnest. Um,
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No earnestness here. (laughs) Excellent. Um, I have been storyboarding. uh, Yes, yes, you're working on your your friend's project?
2: Yes, I am. It's called Maskers um, by Toby Goodman. Uh, It's hopefully going to be an animated short that will eventually be part of a series with any luck. Um, And I'm very excited about it. I'll plug it probably again at the end. And I'm also doing a webcomic uh it is not launched yet it will probably be launched in (laughs) early 2018 um called miriam beach that's the tentative title um Mm -hmm. and i'm very excited to share like both of those things with you so what have you
0: two been up to yeah alex how about you you're usually the one to go first
1: um i was sick yesterday so that was super fun (laughs) um it was like I don't know, I hadn't been sick all year, so it was bound to happen at some point. You know, you always get at least, you know, sick once. Yeah. Um, But seems to have
0: passed, which is good. It is good. <laughs> just in time to record today.
1: Yeah, but I but I did spend all of yesterday binge watching one of my favorite uh, sitcoms, which I can talk about a little bit later. Cool. Cool, um, we'll tie
0: that in. <laughs> the yeah. whole
1: third season of that.
0: <laughs> cool. So just been chilling at home, trying to recuperate your terrible body.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank thank goodness I have yesterday, today, and tomorrow off.
0: So. Oh, God, yes. Man, that's one upside to what? work in retail, right?
1: <laughs> right, is they, they they never schedule you right, but then, hey, you get sick and you're like, oh, thank goodness I don't have to be sick at work. Yeah. <laughs> and um, my book comes out tomorrow, so that's tomorrow.
0: Yes, 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 tomorrow. So when do you go to Seattle?
1: So the reading, I think, is at two or three so i'll probably be leaving at like nine or ten in the morning not oh, so,
0: so bad yeah yeah so yeah and it, it's a sunday so the traffic won't be too abysmal oh, yeah. at i5 no, i mean exactly. i five's always mm-hmm. bad but at least <laughs> at least right. it's not gonna be terrible uh <laughs> yeah I, well yeah because um Brent, you don't know, because you wouldn't no, know, I because don't. you two have just met. Yeah, uh, yeah Al- Alex uh, has written a chapbook of poetry that's oh, uh, being published, and it's, yeah, it's coming out, and it's super that's, exciting. It's really exciting. Uh, Milk and Honey 2,
2: the sequel to Milk and Honey. <laughs> this time not written by the
1: original author. Her her, her second book actually just oh, came yeah, out. Oh, yeah,
0: that's why everyone's talking about her. <laughs>
1: um. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I'm really excited, because I'm going to try to go to the... um the event that's gonna be more local here mm-hmm. but because um, we're both sort of in the Portland Oregon area um, but yeah I'm super excited for you Alex that's really really yeah, awesome like I want to hear all about it <laughs> Definitely. yeah me and too.
1: it was so funny <laughs> I went to get my hair cut I think it was Thursday or, or Wednesday but I was talking to my the lady cutting my hair and I was like yeah um you know it's coming out she's super excited and then uh, she was ringing me up with her square oh yeah um and i was like oh so how does that work and she explained it to me and then she just gave me one for free
0: oh what a darling wow i mean
1: i think they give because i signed up for the app and they they mail you one but it takes usually a week to get to you so like they're free anyway i think (gasps) the basic ones oh wow
2: so you got like Um, do you mean she gave you a little swipey thing (gasps) yeah (gasps) that's so cool
1: so now I'll be able to take credit cards. So now now people that God. don't have cash can don't have I'm to worry. I'm officially
2: jealous. That is so good. Well, to know. Uh, like
1: I said, just sign up for the app and when you sign up for the app they'll be like, "Oh, hey, we have your address. Oh. Do you want to uh do you want us to send do you one?" Awesome, and it sure it takes a week. That might but... come
2: in handy
0: actually. Yeah, if you're
1: Yeah, um so um the one like not necessarily downside, but the way they make money is they take 2.5% <laughs> of the money that you make. Yeah, I
0: assume they get a fee. Which is like it's a
1: yeah, it's two and a half pennies.
0: Reasonable fee, I'd <laughs> that's say. That's my favorite show. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, that's the business side, guys. Yeah. Yes,
0: the business corner. <laughs> what have you
1: been up to, Ashley? Um, you
0: know, very little, <laughs> but yesterday I did a thing I've never done before. Ooh. I spilled coffee on the top of my own head. Oh, what? <gasps> ha- hold on, walk, walk me through how that happened. I'm very interested to know. It's a it's a doozy i've never okay so here, i was yesterday i was driving home from work and i was okay. like i'm really beat i'm gonna stop at dutch brothers and get a coffee so i went to the drive-thru i'm driving home and i'm like you know what? i've got my sunglasses on i don't need this visor and so with the hand that's holding oh, the coffee no. i went to lift the oh, visor no. the visor pops out of its little clippy and i just go <sighs> slosh and it just like dribbles oh. down my <laughs> Oh, that's awful. It wasn't too hot. It was mostly in my hair. So. Oh, my God. I was just like, wow, okay. And you want to know the best part? I haven't yet showered. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, you're about to
2: discover that, like, this is some new kind of treatment, I think. Yeah, my hair will grow in all luscious
0: and, and yeah. lustrous. It's yeah, going to be incredible. It, take it to goop. Yes, it's the it's the pumpkin spice <laughs> hair treatment. Holy shit!
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would catch on like wildfire,
0: wouldn't it? Oh my god! I hope it's true. Wait, was, I it, cr- was it? it was it a PSL? Spice. Okay, it was a PSL. Yeah. I mean, it was it was Dutch Brothers, not Starbucks, because Starbucks is nasty crap. But yes. <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs>
1: so well, there goes our Starbucks sponsorship.
0: <laughs> oh, Uh, black rock all the way never anything else so yeah but that's i don't really have any good news i mean tomorrow i'm gonna go see cirque du soleil and that's really exciting cool very stoked america's for for,
2: no wait france's foremost pervert perverts
0: canada canada's actually
2: oh canada wow canada canada's export
0: is perverts yes but like beautiful (laughs) graceful perverts uh I, i I love, I love Cirque, I'm really, really excited to go, so that's going to be fun. Yeah, it was nice. actually funny, um, like, my, my fiancé really wanted to go see this show, we try to go every chance that we get, and so he was like, I just bought us tickets, we have to go. <gasps> that's and then, so like, sweet! A co- yeah, and then a couple of days later, um, uh, my dad was like, I was at Costco and they had Cirque tickets there, so I bought them for everyone! <laughs> and I'm like, well, okay, so like, my whole family has already seen it, <laughs> so they were like, oh, you gotta go! I'm like... Yeah, I know. I'm going. Just be quiet, please. So yeah.
2: <laughs> anyway,
0: that's my life right now: coffee and cappuccino Soleil. So now, why don't you introduce our topic, please?
2: Okay, uh, we're talking about Brooklyn Nine-Nine.
0: Nine-nine. Nine-nine. <laughs> yeah. So um, I guess this uh this topic was your uh. Your idea, so why don't you sort of it was? talk about it? Oh, it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I so was. I don't remember anything. So, why don't you sort of um, talk about why you thought it would be an interesting subject? Okay, well, I have a troubled
2: relationship with this show in that <laughs> I love it, but I hate everything it stands for. Allow um, me to explain. Mean. I yeah. am. I am an avowed leftist, although my leftist bona fides might be called into question because I enjoy this show, but I am <laughs> against the prison industrial con- uh, complex. I am against police brutality and very much the actual institution of the police. Um, I don't know if i describe myself as an abolitionist, but that's probably close. I just really, um, I-, I don't stand with the police i don't believe blue lives matter i think that well okay that sounds like i want all cops to die which maybe i shouldn't <laughs> go on record as having said that but, uh, but i think i
0: I know what you're it, getting at yeah I, think... I
2: don't i don't excuse police brutality and i think a lot of brooklyn 99 really um tries to glide over that and, it's pretty
0: much ignored, yes. Yeah,
2: and when it's not ignored, it's it's sometimes clumsily handled. Uh, there's mm-hmm. also a lot of um, glorification of I think the militarization of the police and yeah, uh, yeah, mostly just um,
0: yeah. I'm reminded of like the the training episodes, the like baseball yes, stuff. Yes,
2: yes, absolutely, and like all the where they, um actually, the one episode, they, they finally, in like, season four, they did a token episode that was like, Terry gets uh, stopped by a cop rather violently when he's doing mm. something very innocuous, um, and, you know, there's a lot of talk about, like, racial profiling, but that's one episode, and that's kind of the only episode where they address it, and the episode that follows it, literally the next episode, has them going to a convention cops where they show off the latest militaris- <laughs> the militarized technology. Like, Rose is like, I got to try a heat ray last year. And I'm like, that's not something I want the police to have.
0: Yeah, that's that's a very uh, salient point, I yeah. think. I mean, and it's like, I don't, I mean, I guess you don't have to make a sitcom about the police, but I don't yeah. know how you handle a sitcom about the police with wh- and and acknowledge like those yucky things so it's like i don't know maybe it's just not a thing you can really achieve
2: i don't think it was a good idea but the execution is sadly the best we could have hoped for i i do like this show i really wish i didn't um i just (laughs) think it's it's funny on its own merits yeah Yeah.
0: like the characters well that's why it's the perfect
1: the perfect topic for this podcast is you know we love something but it has issues.
0: Yeah. Yes. That's the sort issue of our... being, like, what
2: it is, uh, just in general.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We definitely try to acknowledge when things that we enjoy are, yeah. to use a, a, a term, problematic. Like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I know, just, it's a word. Yeah. It's a hell of a word. But, like, I think you know, they literally use that.
2: in in an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine recently. They did. (laughs) They did. Boyle, uh, this is uh, not a spoiler-free podcast, as we mentioned at the top, but Boyle has a podcast about uh, Jake, and they were talking about, like, uh, you shouldn't listen to the episode Terry was on or whatever because it was problematic. And I'm like, (sighs) okay. Okay, gang.
0: But yeah, because I mean it is like a really enjoyable, fun show, like yeah. with really lovable characters. Like I gotta say, Captain Holt is absolutely my favorite. I love oh, those really? kinds of characters. I know, i like, he's a weird character to have as a favorite, but, yeah, like, but I, he's good, I, I love him.
2: But he's he just be my
0: favorite. So, he cracks me up like every time. But I'm yeah. I'm weird. Like in Arrested Development, my favorite character is Lucille. She just That's makes me laugh incredibly so incredibly valid though. <laughs> Lucille is excellent. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she is wonderful. Yeah. She I just I love everything about her. But yeah, I know. Captain Holt's a weird favorite character, but just like everything he says, everything that comes out of his mouth just makes me laugh very hard. Yeah,
2: Andre Braher, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but he's I
0: don't even he does a really good job as
2: Holt. Like I think sometimes his character, his characterization, could be really inconsistent. Um, but yeah. I agreed, think he, agreed. he sells it so well that it doesn't really matter. Kind of uh, yes,
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'd say he gets more inconsistent, sort of in the later seasons yes. when he's loosening up. I guess. Yeah. But then it's like, well, how how loose is he though? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Al- Alex, have you have have you watched much Brooklyn Nine Nine?
1: I think I've watched for sure the entire first season. And then just sort of here and there after that. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So I'm pretty familiar with like, you know, the the main cast and sort of their roles or whatnot or or what type of character they are. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I think it's a really, in a, in a lot of ways, positive, as in terms of like certain character portrayals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I would I would probably agree that you know, it's not exactly a perfect show but i mean there there are so few out there
0: yeah <laughs> yeah not many perfect shows yeah are, fair enough
2: the the weird issue i have with brooklyn 99 personally is that it is not to borrow a word problematic on it in a like a micro level like many shows yeah. would be like oh this this episode had a really bad trope Or this character, this aspect of this character is really bad.
0: Somebody did a yucky thing or something.
2: (laughs) Yeah, the problem isn't, like, small, or it's not, like, uh, infrequent, or just, like, forgivable. The problem is not in the show, it's what the show is, which is propaganda. Um,
0: Mm.
2: I know that's kind of a big, like, a heady accusation to level against them, but it
0: is I think it's a, a little t- bit
2: propaganda.
0: No, I, I totally agree. Like yeah. that's I, I mean and I'm, and I'd say it's it's a, a, a really insidious form. I yes. mean I like I don't want to be too heavy handed with it because I, I do think it is a lovely show that I enjoy, yeah. but like it's it's saying like Yeah, look at these cops. They're just your friends. You see yeah. cops your friends and it's like, you know, I mean Disclaimers ahoy, like, yes, there are plenty of p- police officers who are good people, I've, I've personally yeah. known some cops that were wonderful folks that I do feel make people safer, but like, it is an establishment that is really troubling, and this That's just sort great... of makes it not seem troubling. Yeah.
2: That's, like, exactly what the show is, though, because they're <laughs> yeah. individual good cops, but the entire institution, like, why it exists is awful. Like, its purpose <laughs> is awful. Yeah. It's effects
0: and, uh, yeah. Yeah. It... yeah. yeah. Well, yes. and
1: there's uh, So I was uh, browsing the, the Wikipedia page just so I, ha- like, have... That's, I like to have the Wikipedia pages open so I can, like, just have something to focus focus on one while we're talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like uh, during, like, a, a Comedy Central roast or something, Bill Hader was saying, um, before the show started, talking to Andy Samberg, um, like, what happens when you run out of funny crimes...
0: Yeah, <laughs> mm. yeah.
1: And he says he says a really sort of true but awful quote. He says, um, "What happens when Brooklyn Nine Nine has to deal with a rape?" I don't think um, they ever. I don't think yeah, they'd,
2: they'd ever do that. They yeah, and they then, shouldn't and then and and the won't. quote.
1: <laughs> the, they shouldn't and won't. But but that's also like, if you sort of tie it into other police shows like uh, SVU or something mm-hmm. like that. Like those are real. Yeah topics that police have to deal with so it's like
0: it's a it's a really weird fantasized version yeah it is yeah it's a cutesy
2: whitewashed version of the police uh they usually the most serious
0: crimes there's some murders but they're like whimsical murders um yeah (laughs) yeah very impersonal and yeah but like that that reminds me of like um just in, like, psych when people, there'll be, like, a corpse laying on the ground and he's, like, quipping about it. And I'm like, dude, that's a human life. Like, can we just hold off on the puns for a sec? Oh,
2: like, <laughs> they do that on all the cop shows. Like, John Mulaney has a whole bit about that. <laughs> he does. He does. C- yeah. CSI really,
1: like, founded that whole thing. The, yeah. The, the puns and all that
0: with dead yeah. bodies. Yeah, it's 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 always a little queasy for me, but like that's why I had to stop watching Psych. It was mm. just a little too cavalier about human life. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, like so, how do you do a sitcom? You, like, can you just not really do a sitcom that deals with like that I don't kind think, of stuff? I don't think you should personally. <laughs> um, I
2: wish Brooklyn Nine Nine was about literally anything else. Um, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's, can,
0: Can these lovely characters that are my friends just go and, like, work in an entirely different industry, please? Yeah, no, I,
2: I, like, and the problem is they all have, like, different skills that would apply to, like, way better jobs, like, I can imagine Boyle is a food critic, like, Rosa, (laughs) Rosa could be, like, a manager at the container store, you know? (laughs) Gina and, Gina and, um, Jake, they could be YouTubers,
0: you know? Like, yeah. Alright, it's time for our AU. Oh, boy. <laughs> Broken 99 AU. Everything yeah. is fixed. It's <laughs> gonna
2: take a while.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and so, and they've done, like, some interesting stuff recently. Um, like, they seem to be trying harder to acknowledge these questionable things. Yeah. But it just doesn't quite seem to cut the mustard. It's It's anathema to their show.
2: Because I think, a re- like, eventually they're going to bump up against the fact that, oh, we really shouldn't be making this. I think they're going to get to a point where they're like, oh, this was like this whole, uh, like, <laughs> this whole idea was just uh, kind of doomed from the start. I'm worried that they're going to maybe bump up against that. Well, not worried. Hopeful. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> but, yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I would like to address something. You know, I said the show was propaganda. I I would like to append that um it is very specifically neoliberal propaganda in that yes. it kind of yes, uh I would like to read a tweet that really reminds me of Brooklyn Nine Nine's Ethos, if I may. <laughs> Please um, do. It's like a pretty well known tweet, uh, by Twitter user History and Flicks. Um and it's like conservatives say, "Let's round up Muslims and put them in camps." Liberals hire more women guards, so it's kind of like <sighs> it's kind of like yeah. addressing the wrong issue.
0: Yeah, it's a very sort of diverse, like thoughtful cast. You know, you've got yeah. a lot of people of color, a lot of people with different backgrounds and identities. Yeah. Uh, but they're cops, so <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like partial okay, credit. Yeah, here's how we fix this this situation with the police. The captain is a gay black man. Well, I mean, I like so that helps. part, but no, that doesn't fix the thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that that fixes a different problem. Yes. Well, and
1: even even the episode where it, like, shows him rising through the ranks, like, mm-hmm. it, I don't know, it's it almost, like, points that out. It's like, nobody even paid attention, so he just got there. Yeah. <laughs> Like Which he is, was like, yeah. Yeah, he was, like, uh, something like, um, I was gonna, he was gonna make a, a task force. Uh, oh, that's for, right. Like, and LGBT he... cops. And he's, like, they n- they didn't say no, so I yeah. just did it. They just, they just laughed at, at when him. he said, I'm yeah. gonna make,
0: like, a group. Yeah. Um, yeah. The alliance thing, yeah. Yeah, it's... I mean, yeah, this it's a it's a it's a sticky wicket because yeah, I was gonna so, say it's so easy to just like watch it and just like turn your brain off and enjoy it because it is really cute and fun. Like, I one thing I've been thinking about as like I've gone back and watched more of it um, this week is that like I'd say the sitcom I would most compare it to would be something like Scrubs. Huh. where it's like this workplace ensemble comedy, um, you know, a single camera workplace ensemble um, mm-hmm. that's mostly very sort of whimsical and and lightweight, um, but whereas when Scrubs sort of went serious, it was always in the direction of melodrama, it was always tragic. Um, mm-hmm. And that's fair, it's a hospital, hospitals are places where tragedies occur. But, well, so are uh, precincts, but it's it, a different kind uh, of tragedy. Yes, in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, when it when it goes serious, it's always very sort of uh, heartwarming, and and you know, so, it's, it's always yeah. Well, but it's 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 always people saying "I love you" to each other, which you know? I, you know me, I'm a sucker for that kind of shit. I am too. So. Like I really appreciate that kind of sincerity. I think it's really wonderful, and they do those things really, really well. The interpersonal relationships and building this cast of people who, despite their differences, really love and respect each other. And I couldn't agree more.
2: That actually circles Uh, back. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: Go ahead. No, 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 no. I I was just babbling. You go.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, aren't we all? I was gonna circle back to a point where most of the notes I have here that I did while Literally taking a week to marathon this entire show again. Um, Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm serious about my TV. Uh, (laughs) Also, like, I've run out of things to watch when I'm drawing. Uh, But uh, most of my notes are about how this is just propaganda. But I also, I was planning to kind of engage with the show on its own merits. um, Yeah. Whether or not that's a good idea. Uh, But... I wrote down fictive kinship, which is kind of like a found family sort of deal. And Mm -hmm. a lot of this, this. like, you see H.J. did this, like, really early on, like, in the Thanksgiving episode. I don't remember if this is the first or second season, but Jake, like, toasts everyone as, like, uh, my two Latina sisters, my two black dads. Gina. Yes
0: oh I loved that that was yeah. so cute it was yeah. so cute and when Rosa and...
2: is like confronted with the fact that Kevin and um Holt
0: have a sex life she's like rosa gross that's our dad
1: <laughs> <laughs> i love that one
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it, it, and so i mean and that makes me really long for it to just be anything but what it is because they that's, do yeah
2: that's the theme that of this theme. episode that we're recording is i wish it wasn't this
1: well and romeo, the sad thing romeo
0: is, wherefore art thou romeo
1: <laughs> the sad thing is i don't see andy sandberg as maybe somebody who's willing to like change things up in order to fix it. Well, um
0: I don't think that this show could. Like you know would just have to have been something well, else. <laughs> from the story.
1: My only my only like thought is like, oh, we're out of stories here, so now let's like I don't know, something happens to the building, so now they're all out of work and now they all work somewhere that's,
2: else. That's happened at least like three times on the show. You know, the the series <laughs> yes. the season premiere of the fifth season was about him being in jail, which I think was really mishandled i was talking to my mom about this because i talked to my mom about everything um and it's lovely i was like so i haven't seen this yet i'm working up to it and she's like it was very weird uh (laughs) i remember she said that uh when it premiered the episode literally the first episode she says it is a show that doesn't know what it wants to be it's trying to have it both ways it's trying to be a serious cop procedural while also being a funny workplace sitcom, and I think nowhere was that kind of total mismatch exemplified than in the fifth season premiere.
0: Yeah, like, they just want to be The Office about cops, but you can't. You can't, you can't. <laughs> I,
2: I see them as being Parks in a wreck about cops. Well, f-
0: fair enough, because it's very positive and lovely and nice instead of, yeah. like, mean-spirited and rude. But... <laughs> Not to say I don't enjoy The Office, but, like... Oh, yeah. Parks and Rec is the, is the fluffier, friendlier, yeah, sort of positive and, and loving version of that. Were these well, shows made by the same people?
2: I seem to remember The Office and Parks and Rec had the same showrunner, or at least creator. I, I,
0: I would think so. I don't know that for certain, but, like, how could they not? Like, yeah. they're the same thing. They're the same thing. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and the, okay, both of those examples
1: about... are, like, Parks and Rec's department, which is, like, has no teeth.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then they, like, a paper company. It. Yeah, a
1: paper company. Oh, no, a paper cut.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How much? Tar- yeah. They're, I mean, they're both sort of based in very innocuous organizations. Yeah. And so they're free to just like, do what they want to. Yeah. Where, where's Brooklyn Nine Nine? It just sort of invites this. It's just got this underlying it's troubling. A, it's a bad idea
2: of a show <laughs> series. It's just the worst I, idea.
0: I, I wish that they had just like taken these characters and put them somewhere else. Yeah, just, just and
2: just <laughs> drop, drop them in another series,
0: please. <laughs> like, like I want. I mean, because whoever's writing this show, whoever's running this show, like they're doing something really special when they are doing something special, and I want them to do that special thing, uh, but like, maybe in a different show, with a different setting.
2: (laughs) I can't agree more.
0: I would want to watch that show. Yeah. Because, like, you know, before watching this, I was not a big, like, samberg fan like i was like yeah, he whatever. he's so a, good in this show He's it's just vexing. biggest <laughs> darling like i just want to give him all the hugs i love yeah. him i used he's to so think sweet. He,
2: he was pretty annoying and broey, and he kind of leans into that a little bit in brooklyn 99 but he doesn't mug as much as i thought he would so he's i mean because it's of the, a lot of sincerity which surprised me
1: one of the co-creators of the show um is best known for his work on nbc comedy series the office and parks and recreation
0: well then <laughs> bingo hit that one on the head <laughs> yeah I, I mean and it's not snl so like samberg yeah. can't do the things that he would do on snl because you can't Good. get away with that on a regular tv show you could get away with a lot on snl because nobody watches that show but <laughs> you would be correct <laughs> i mean oh. you're not wrong <laughs> I I don't know the last time I watched SNL. Nobody, the only time anyone pays attention to that show is during, like, election season. Which, that's frankly, true. is, and even like, then it's just, an entire it's just year out of every four It's just years. clips on YouTube. Yeah. Nobody
1: watches it. It's yeah. too late. It's inconvenient.
0: I can't stay up that late anymore, that's for sure. I'm 21, <laughs> and I can't stay up that late. Well, and
1: people that do stay up that late aren't sitting home watching TV.
0: No, who's going to stay up till midnight to watch Saturday Night Live? What is... <laughs> It's not good anymore. Oh, I
1: wonder what that Alec Baldwin's gonna do this week.
0: <laughs> yeah, something oh. that troubles me. <laughs> There's another person that's very, very funny if troubling. Yes. Like, as a human, he just sucks a lot. Yeah. But, like, damn if he isn't funny. Like, oh, gosh. Uh, like, another great workplace sitcom that is totally, like, innocuous is, um... Thirty Dirty Rock? Yeah, 30 Rock. Like, it's. I love that show.
2: I I liked 30 Rock. There's. I have an issue with sitcoms where I only think the first three seasons are good. Okay. Well, that's usually the case. Yeah. (laughs) 30 Rock went completely off the wall, and you could see some shades of what would later become Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, yeah. Where it's just. It's cartoon. I like cartoony, but it's not a very good execution at all. Um. So I, I didn't like it. I liked it more when it was uh, it was kind of more grounded.
0: Um, well, and I, I'd say that's the trend with a lot of sitcoms. And I think yeah, that Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is starting to fall prey to that.
2: Yeah, like, the, the stakes got higher kind of every season, which is what tends to happen, but they've actually handled Seasonal Rot better than most sitcoms I've seen. They're on their fifth season, and they're still pretty good. I think their weakest moments are the season's beginnings and ends cuz that's when they always try to do the mo- most off the wall shit and they're not great at it sometimes.
0: Yeah, and they're they're managing to mostly avoid the sort of like hyper-cartoonification of their characters. Like, a lot yes. of sitcoms, the characters will start turning into parodies of themselves. Yep, flanderization
2: and, is what that's called.
0: That's the word I was looking for, yes. Yes, the, uh, you know, there are plenty... I mean, Scrubs fell h- prey to that hard. It was like, very cartoony hard. to begin
2: with, if I remember but correctly. Like,
0: if you watch the first season it's kind of not. Like, especially the pilot, it's weird. Like, there's this scene in the in the pilot where JD is getting ready for his first day at the hospital, and he's kind of, like, goofing around in the bathroom, and he's got, like, a voiceover that's like, okay, when I'm nervous, I get a little silly sometimes. Okay. And, then, like, it's, like, totally acknowledging, like, yeah, he's just doing this because he doesn't know what to do with himself. And then later, he's just, like, a crazy Looney Tunes character. Well, and even in the, in,
1: in the, like, <laughs> the, um, direction of the final seasons, it's, like, everything's, like, super saturated, and...
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. that's 30 Rock too. Yeah, that too. And mm-hmm. The Office. The Office went fucking bonkers.
0: It really did. Like, I didn't watch that so whole show. So bad.
2: <laughs> no, it's so bad. I was, I'm on the fifth season in my rewatch, and I'm ready to call it quits. It's... It gets it gets rough. They have anyway. a couple
1: episodes in the later seasons of The Office that are really worth watching, but the season as seasons yeah. as a whole are not.
2: I think that's a Brooklyn Nine Nine problem where there are moments and episodes worth watching, but sometimes, I think somebody said that. This is a perfect show to make gifts of, but not the mm-hmm. best to watch. Yeah.
0: and boy does Tumblr do that. Like I, I like. I would. They're so they're like half of the Tumblr memes are Brooklyn Nine Nine references. Yeah. <laughs>
2: it's, well, it's it's I think it's very much uh, engineered to kind of be relatable, uh, and they God. they reference. They reference things, they seem more plugged into the zeitgeist than most sitcoms, which is something that I kind of don't like because I don't want to hear a sitcom character screaming the word cuck when I watch TV. I watch TV to be unplugged from that. That's like if I opened the newspaper and Beetle Bailey was like talking about fucking fidget spinners. I don't, I want to be unplugged from the zeitgeist. That's where I go. I go to antiquated forms of media. Well, yeah. but no, but it's, it's yeah. also
1: like, I, I'm thinking of like the uh, sitcoms of the past in like the, the um, 80s, especially where sure they were like the family shows where you go to unplug, but then every once in a while, there's like this hard hitting episode that like, honestly, I've heard oh, from a yeah. lot of people like change their opinions on certain topics
2: like very special episodes. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that's what the episode where it's called Moo, Moo. that's where the episode where Terry is profiled. Uh I think that's a very special episode.
0: Yeah, it rings that it's way. It's really funny
2: to hear Andy Samberg's serious voice. It just kind of reminds me of um, Do you guys know Tim and Moby? No. Oh, uh, they were this flash cartoon that was designed to teach grade schooler stuff and um <laughs> They're usually pretty goofy uh, and innocuous, but they had to do an episode about, like, the science of death. Oh. And it's like those creepy pastas where it's, like, suddenly, oh. suddenly, uh, like, this Gravity Falls character turned to me and started talking about death. And that's exactly what it was like.
0: Oh, man. I'm I, sad that I missed out on, like, I guess Alex and I, because we're just a few or- years older than you, like, I think yeah. maybe we just missed them. Like, we oh. were in middle school by then, so... Bummer. Maybe we just... Shout
2: out to my Tim and Moby friends. (laughs) I gotta say...
0: Please
1: tell us that you you at least got some Bill Nye in your life. Oh,
0: of course I did. Bill, 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 Bill. He's,
1: he's, he's timeless. Every generation
0: needs their, their Bill indoctrination, but, uh... (laughs) Oh, talk about indoctrination. Look what episode we're making. I was just trying to
2: segue back to some points about propaganda, because... Yeah. uh, I'm sorry, like, it's literally all my notes is propaganda. get to it. I want to talk about it kind of being an Ouroboros of propaganda, because they repeatedly (sighs) mention that Jake became a cop because of Die Hard, and it's kind (laughs) of like,
0: it's basically
2: i hadn't thought of that it's basically a kid who was raised on cop propaganda or copaganda i won't make that joke again but
0: you can uh, if you want it's okay well yeah but he grew up
2: with media that valorized the police and valorized maybe police brutality or like extrajudicial judicial use of police resources um which and he's now, just
0: really into and, as a person
2: yeah and, well yeah. there's there's like, parts where they're like, let's get tanks, let's put on riot gear, let's gas ourselves for fun, and it's just like, okay, what are they gonna do next? Are they gonna turn fire hoses on each other as a fun
0: prank? Like, that's not okay. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, Yeah, that's troubling. (laughs) Well,
1: and it's also sad, because, like, they have, not an opportunity, but, like, that's certainly probably the truth for a lot of police officers. Yeah. It's like, that's how they got into it, or their family. Yeah was in the force and so it's like that's sort of they grew up by idolizing the police yeah and so this show there's truth in his story but they treat it
2: like it's a good thing like it's a joke yeah
1: or like yeah exactly
2: like because there's a literal episode where they reenact the plot of Die Hard, basically
0: yeah the the department store yeah thing. the
2: department store robbers um where they turn out to be canadian instead of german
0: <laughs> that's a funny little twist yeah. there yeah and you know that makes me sort of wonder like we do have some you know some obviously this this show is a a contemporary example of uh propaganda for the police being a you know well-loved cultural touchstone for our generation but I wonder like how recruitment numbers will maybe shake out in the next several years, like, over the next generation. because a very good question. You know, as a generation, we're questioning more and more the the validity of this organization, and I wonder if fewer people, you know, fewer young people now are going to grow up to want to be cops because of our newer views on the institution.
2: Let me share my theory about that, is that I think within my peer group, I would not know anybody who would want to be a cop, but I think that's very much a proof of me living a sheltered existence, because I think more of America is being emboldened to prop up terrible institutions. More of America is being emboldened to be outright racist. Um, That's true. So I think there's way more dissatisfied like youths looking to kind of take out their anger on the world and kind of uh, exert their authority because there's kind of a perception of white males they feel like they're losing their authority when really other people are gaining the authority that they had and they have to share it
0: yeah it's like yeah, that so it's,
1: it's almost like
0: like that Bo Burnham um, song straight white man uh we used to have all the land and money and we still do but it's not as fun now
2: yeah <laughs> well I think there's like a quote that goes when um When other people start to enjoy the privilege, it feels like it's being taken away from you. Yeah. But it's not. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of that feeling is going to fuel people into becoming tools of the state and becoming more authoritarian. I don't think Brooklyn Nine-Nine will embolden people to be cops. I think the people watching it are those inside our bubble. Um, Maybe.
0: So, yeah, it's it's more like folks like us being... um, sort of softened to the idea of the yeah, police. Yeah,
2: li- like hand-wringing liberals. Uh, yeah. This is a very liberal show, I would say. And I mean liberal not in the terms of it's lefty. I mean liberal in the terms of it's kind of hanging out in that Overton window. Um, yeah. Where it's, yeah.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> I'm so
2: sorry, I'm losing my voice as we speak. Oh, and no, it just I'm kinda- of. I am, it's kind of adding a sexy edge to my voice, which, I'm ne- I haven't made a secret that I hate my own voice, but uh-huh. I love to talk.
0: You're reminding me of, like, speaking of sitcoms, um, sick voice Phoebe on Friends. I have never seen Friends. Or Smirks. That's That's crazy, I mean, like, yeah. I'm I guess a Seinfeld guy. Well, look at you, Hmm. And a Fraser guy. I've never seen. Oh no! I've seen. Okay,
1: I'm I'm dropping off the call.
0: (laughs) Well, well, I didn't realize we had the intellectual elite in here. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. Wait, isn't (laughs) the show about literary like merit? (laughs) Yeah, not a show for elites. Yeah, no. I'm
1: just saying, like, I have a friend who loves Frasier, and I just do not get it. So I, I always argue with him. So
0: no, I I enjoy Frasier. I do, I do. But it's crazy love... to me that you missed Friends. Well, again, I'm like slightly younger than you, and yeah,
2: I, I think Fair Seinfeld is like a more Jewish version of Friends, from what I've been told. It is. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I have a Jewish dad, quite, and he loved quite it. Quite,
1: a, quite a bit angrier as well. Yeah,
2: I had an angry Jewish dad growing up, so that explains it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it, it all makes sense. It all adds up. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. No, children are not responsible for their own sort of cultural yeah. uh, exposure. So induction, yes, yes. indoctrination. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm very I'm very apprehensive to see like what kind of changes. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine effects, like, I don't... I genuinely don't know what to expect as in terms of how it's going to shape people's minds. Really, I think the only thing it's going to do is kind of prop up the idea that that cops can be really sympathetic and that everything's more or less okay. I don't think it's going to do anything other than reinforce ideas we already have, but it shouldn't be doing that. Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah, we've got these two... Well, but
1: also, the longer it goes on, I think more people... Uh, like you're saying, I think you said your mom was like, "Oh, it was weird and uncomfortable." Yeah. I think more people will start to notice that.
2: Well, I and think then yeah. Start to
1: think about why they're
2: gonna run. Like I said, they're gonna like eventually run up against something that they can't tackle, and they're gonna eventually realize it was a bad idea.
0: Yeah, I I wonder if it's gonna give. Like I wonder when the Tumblr kids will turn on it. Because, like, that's gotta happen, right?
2: (laughs) I've seen a lot of leftists infighting about it. And I've seen a lot of people wringing their hands about, like, whether it's okay to enjoy the show. And I'm sure I'll get some flack for, like, not being lefty enough because that is the cardinal sin in leftist spaces, is not being (laughs) intense enough about it. Um, And, I mean, I'm gonna be mistaken for, like, a cop sympathizer, and maybe I am for enjoying this show. That makes me very sad but it might be
0: true um, see I, do, I don't think so because I I mean you know our, our sort of mission here is to be critical about things that you enjoy and it's I think it's okay to enjoy the things that you enjoy about things that have problems as long as you like yeah. understand and acknowledge the problems that are there and I'll be real I've enjoyed a lot worse there was a time when I
2: really liked <laughs> Always Sunny um oh uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so I I like a lot worse I just think <laughs> it's Again, Always Sunny is bad for maybe like
0: episodic
2: reasons? reasons. It's not <laughs> the concept that's bad. The concept is literally just four assholes. No, five assholes.
0: Um, yeah, that sit in a bar. It's like, okay, yeah, you can do that. That's that, all right. But the
2: concept of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, it doesn't have like issues besides the overarching concept because the overarching concept is, what if cops but diverse and fun?
0: Yeah... Yeah. It's, it's
2: just a bad idea with impeccable execution, which is the weirdest thing I've ever heard.
0: Yeah. It, it doesn't often shake out that way, does it? Like, no.
2: Execution
0: I've seen should good be Good ideas.
2: Part. Yeah, I've yeah. seen good ideas with terrible execution <sighs> on TV, but I've never seen just the most broken idea with the most brilliant execution ever. And I think that's insidious and a little dangerous, but I still love the show, God help me. And yeah. I don't know what to do about it Just
0: uh, keep telling everyone about the problems of it <laughs> Yeah Watch it while saying this is a problem This is well, a problem yeah, And I don't <laughs> give it my
2: money So
0: my my one solace in
2: enjoying things that are objectively terrible Is that I always pirate shit So I never give anybody my money There you go <laughs> That's an ethical argument for pirating shit That's how you fight <laughs> back um, You guys do not know the lengths I went to To watch this show oh, Illegally no. I don't know how to torrent, so literally I was just going on like watchonline.biz.co.ar. Oh no, you got every every computer virus. No, so true to my life. I I have a Mac, and Uh... if I had a PC, I would be dead by now. But I have a (laughs) Mac. Pray for me.
1: Pray for me.
2: (laughs) I can't play any video games on this piece of shit, but I do not get Russian viruses.
0: Uh, yeah, they would have already spread to your body. I think. Yeah. No, my computer would have exploded like strong bad style at this point. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, in order to like get sort of brushed up, I just got like a Hulu free trial. So. Oh, buddy. That's actually, I literally did that for
2: The Good Place, which is a great show. It's kind of like what Brooklyn Nine-Nine would be if it was good. A little
0: bit. Good and very high concept. You know, um, I haven't I haven't checked that one out yet. I know that I need to. It's excellent. I saw the one first episode at
2: work. The first season is on Netflix, and it's really fantastic, in my opinion. It it really handles its diverse cast well. Of course, the main character is, uh, like, Kristen Bell, like a blonde white woman. But I think they do a really good job of having a diverse cast, which Brooklyn Nine-Nine, for the most part, also does. But it's troubling
0: yeah. that they have that. Um Oh yeah, I mean it's like we were saying earlier. Like they, you know, they they fixed the wrong problem, not not the problem. They hired
2: more women guards,
0: but yes, (laughs) they didn't get rid of the camps.
2: So yeah, I don't know how to feel about that besides bad. But it's everything I've wanted in a show except for the overarching concept. It's a show where the humor is usually derived from. I mentioned this um when I was on another podcast um, but uh. I really want to show where the humor is derived from the love that the characters have and not from characters hating each other or annoying yeah, each other.
0: No, I agree. Have this you seen... is that show. Well have you seen the show the sitcom Raising Hope? No. <laughs> Okay, because that's one that I, like, that's one of the first ones that, like, I, because I was sort of thinking about that idea at the time of, like, these sort of, so much comedy is mean-spirited, you know, like, The Office and things like that, where it's, like, the jokes come from, like, people being cruel to one another, Uh, and then I saw Parks and Rec and I was like, oh, you can be, like, nice and funny, Um, but Raising Hope is the sitcom about this guy who sort of, this young dude who sort of ends up having custody of a of a baby daughter he didn't realize he had, how, like. How are there so many shows about men being
2: forced to raise children? I, I think that's well, what Two and a Half Men is, I think that's what Three Men and a Baby
0: was, that's definitely what Full House was. Yeah, it's because, oh my gosh, a man being the sole child care what? provider, what? <laughs> I, so ridiculous! That, but, so he, like, he, like, just had a one-night stand with this chick who ended up, like, going to prison, and so he became, like, the custodian of the child, is that, that's the concept they went with, huh? Yes. She's a murderer. Cool. So, but oh. it's, it's about him and his, it's about him and his weird family, and then they have this baby. And most of the, com- I mean, they're, cause like, the, the, the great thing about this family is that they're just like, they're just kind of dumb, silly people, but they all love each other very, very that's much. That's like Bob's Burgers, I think. Yeah, the dumb, silly meanest... so, like, people. The meanest it gets on Bob's Burgers is they're just
2: confused by one another. I uh-huh, think it's, but- it's less that Bob hates his children more than he's he's he doesn't understand them. Like, he doesn't understand Jean. He doesn't understand Tina.
0: Yeah. Um, but,
2: but he ever- loves them.
0: Yeah, for, so for Raising Hope, you know, most of the comedy is just arrived about, you know, oh, these silly people, look at this predicament they've gotten themselves into because they're just so silly. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, like, they're very supportive and loving of each other, and uh, yeah. we, need, we and, need more of that. Yeah, and
2: Brooklyn Nine-Nine provides that, but in a place where I don't think it should.
0: <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah, yes, I think just does. we're repeating ourselves here because we're just saying, like, this is a great show with just the worst concept.
0: Yes, and that's I think. just kind of what it
2: boils down to But maybe we should, oh, speaking of Boyle That's one of my points <laughs> Is that there's very much They really love the found family trope And I, God bless them for that Because I'm a sucker for that kind of thing But, <laughs> uh, yeah, anyone you followed me on Twitter, you know this by now I do, uh,
0: I know But, this.
2: um I really love, uh Uh, that Boyle Is so enthusiastic about adopting um, and Jake actually, yeah. Jake, who has, like, father issues, actually told him in one episode, you know, you could adopt, because DNA is not the only thing that makes somebody into a father. I had a really shitty father, and look mm-hmm. where that got me.
0: Um, yeah, that's that's the episode where they're trying to get his sperm back, right? Yes, the
2: hostage situation <laughs> is what that is called. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the episode. They, like, <laughs> um, that is also, like... They do a lot of episodes that are just about their personal issues. They do do, like, procedural comedy, like, it is a very fine line to tread, and my mom says it, it can be very confused, um, because those are two genres that don't mesh, but I think they do a pretty good job mixing procedural and comedy, but again, that's such a hard thing to do, and I doubt that anyone should really attempt it. Um, yeah. But Boyle has really kind of epitomized the idea of the found family because not only has he adopted Nicolash, he's al- did I pronounce that right? I think I did. No, it's uh,
0: Nicolash. It's Nicolash. Ni- Nicolash. Nicolash. No, it's Nicolash. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> yeah. Not only has he adopted a Latvian son, but he has also adopted Gina, although there is some weirdness there. He's, yeah. That's... He's always kind of incesting it a little bit, which I Just... don't love. But yeah, yeah. That's the Boyle family is really cute. I'm glad they introduced it.
0: Yeah, his dad is it...
2: such a, such a cutie. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but yeah, there's definitely a lot about how family doesn't need to be linked by DNA, and there's a lot about just how you can be adopted by your friends, and I think that's beautiful, and I think it 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 is definitely the kind of narrative we need to see more. Um, yeah,
0: there there are, for sure, things to admire about this show. Oh, like, tons! Problems aside, it's 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 a really sweet and positive yeah. show. Yeah. It's in, just in, got a
2: good energy. It's funny, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Maybe not everyone would agree with me. I, I'm sure people would struggle with maybe, like, the family guy-esque, like, cutaway gags. Um, yeah,
0: I, I mean, and, like, as long as they are, like, I mean... They're pretty good, though. I think they're funny. The problem with family guys' c- cutaway gags, I feel, is that mostly it's just, like, a way to throw in an irrelevant joke. Whereas They kind of do I'm, that. I don't know. They I mean, I, fe- I feel like it's always sort of to make a point about yeah, the thing. That's um, true. I mean, because, like, uh, with Family Guy, so he's like, oh, man, this is terrible. Just like the time that I oh, drove yeah. my car into the White House. And it's like, okay, that ha- driving your car into the White House is irrelevant to this. You're just, g- Brooklyn Nine-Nine just, like, gives other examples of the actual oh, thing they're talking God, about. God, you saying
2: White House caused a worm <laughs> to
0: manifest in my brain? Because I, re- I imagined that
2: what if Brooklyn Nine-Nine took place in the White House, like it was a West Wing? But then <laughs> I realized... That would be, like, nice Veep. Yeah. (laughs) Nice Veep!
1: Yeah, I don't think it would work if it was nice.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I wonder. I wonder, too, but, Uh, like,
1: Veep only works because it's getting meaner and meaner.
2: Yeah, can we brainstorm, like, what other place these people could work at?
1: I was thinking, what about, like, a fire department? Is that better?
2: That would be good, except...
0: And I, I don't I think know. It's great fires, it's... fires are
2: kind of sad. That's
0: true. They're kind of. But so are crimes, <laughs> yeah. and they deal yeah. with that. And that's it, yeah, true. so at least you know you've got the action aspect because that's a big part of you know what the show leans on. It's like these people and they like to do their action stuff, and so they yeah. could still have the action, still have the heroism. But and Terry would make a really good firefighter. He really would. I'll just say <laughs> that right now. Yeah, he'd look great. Plus, 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 <laughs> yeah.
1: firefighters gonna do. I mean, cops do too, but like a lot of like community outreach stuff. And yeah. like volunteers, they, there's. I feel like it would be very similar in the whole premise, just way less gross.
2: Oh, well, also, they could just be private eyes, like just just solving, detect- like yeah. interpersonal. They both they have both the show, the cops in the show, both hate firefighters and private detectives. <laughs> but yeah. I think they could be both.
0: Um, oh, they, I mean, they hate them because they're parallel organizations. Yeah. So that's why it, yeah. it translates well. But they also have an animosity. Yeah, I
1: just had the grossest thought. What if instead of police, they were the FBI?
0: That's <sighs> terrible, and I hate it. It's
1: terrible, but <laughs> like, I don't think there is an FBI show that's been comedy, and that's kind of like, I want to see. That's good. I want to see how awful that would be. Well, yes, for sure. <laughs> but like, how awful of a show would that be?
2: I think the only way that would happen if the is if the FBI funded it, and they absolutely would. That's actually that is a question. That is a question about Brooklyn Nine Nine that I have is what relationship does it have with the police? Um, oh, yeah, and that that is like interesting. you you hear about a lot of sci-fi and stuff like that that's funded by the military-industrial complex. Yes. Like for yes. example, a recent Marvel comic funded by a war machine. Uh, not the War Machine, that's a Marvel <laughs> hero. I realize that's confusing. Um, <laughs> I think that's right. I don't read comics, but no. yeah, yeah, Northrop Grumman or something funded a Marvel comic, and there's been an uproar about it. And so I'm wondering, like,
0: how yeah, I mean, much has... There's a lot a lot of films that are, yeah, like, made Like, in what conjunction kind with...
2: of... Is this propaganda that's just, like, pointless ass-kissing, or is it propaganda that was paid for? I that doubt it a... was, yeah, but, yeah, but I'm sure it's received some payola, that's all I'm saying. Maybe it's the conspiracy theorist in me.
0: <laughs>
1: I wouldn't doubt it, but um, just based on the whole tone of the show, I don't know how yeah. many, like, I, I can see police officers enjoying the show, but I can also see police officers like absolutely hating the show.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a little bit, like, I, I have a, a grandma who's uh, been a nurse her whole life, and she can't watch um, doctor shows, because it's, she's just mm-hmm. like, that's not how it works, that's not how it works, that's not how it works. And so, it Oh, might I was just gonna be... say, what if Brooklyn Nine-Nine was a doctor show, but you just said Scrubs was that.
2: Scrubs, yeah, it would be Scrubs, so. <laughs> it would be... I don't know, I had trouble watching Scrubs just because of all the sound effects. Like, whenever Dr., I think his name was Cox, whenever he cracked his neck,
0: I wanted to die. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I mean, Scrubs is definitely a more sort of uh, yeah. absurd, heightened thing, but yeah. it is a, it is a sort of a similar concept of, like, this... Yeah workplace comedy with a wacky protagonist and his best yeah. friend and the girl, <laughs> you know. And then, well, and they the... actually do female characters really well on this. show Oh, they absolutely Nine, do. Which is, it's weird. Um, yeah, that's another thing that I really, really love about it, and it's part of that sort of positivity of the show, is you have these really different people who still love and respect each other. They,
2: they sell diversity really well, which is troubling, because it's a show <sighs>
0: about an institution that
2: is meant to... Kind to stamp that out. Um, Yeah,
0: and like, uh, uh, it's sort of in a different direction, because you've got, um, Amy and,
2: uh, Rosa. Yeah,
0: Amy and Rosa, who are, like, really different women, like, as people, their lives could not be more different, but they're still, like, great friends and love each other a lot, and that's really refreshing. Like, in another show, they would probably be pitted against one another. Like, Rosa wouldn't be able to stand Amy. they're both Latino women, too, so... (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) I think Rosa might be a little bit of a stereotype. I am not Latino, um, so
0: I don't know, but... Yeah, none of us are necessarily qualified to comment on that. No, (sighs) I'm a little
2: nervous about me talking about this show because I will never be subject to police violence. I kind of really doubt it. I am... Full disclosure, I'm white. (laughs) If you couldn't tell from, like... Everything I say, um, but yeah, we're, all, I'm white. we're all quite white. Uh, Alex yeah. and I
0: are Alex and I are both blonde, so oh okay.
2: <laughs> well, so this is this is confusing because I'm the most ethnic person here. You That's are. That's never happened. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm Jewish like Jake, um, but which is also I love that because Andy Sandberg's Jewishness has really crept into the show. And I really appreciate it. Like, the joke where he was trying to learn how to spin on his DJ table and all he had was (laughs) Klesmer records. Yes, (laughs) that's so funny. That's Um, very cute. Yeah, I really love that. um, Have have Um, either of you
1: seen Superstore?
2: Oh, no. I was actually going to bring that up because it seems like it would be a good Brooklyn Nine-Nine alternative, but I have no idea how good it is. So here's the thing.
1: It's pretty good, especially if you've ever worked retail. Like, you will just love it. Um... But I think honestly, they should change some of the cast for the cast of Brooklyn, not nine- Brooklyn nine, nine. like um, the 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 lead male in the show, I don't really like him, and I think um, Andy Sandberg would be better.
2: <laughs> that is like a sentence no one's ever said. Is, <laughs> the lead would be better if he was Andy Sandberg.
0: but Andy Sandberg Andy Sandberg is confusingly good in Brooklyn nine nine I want I want to know like I want to see him go on to other things. Yeah, like I, I would love that. I, I think that he's got a lot ahead of him. I think that he could do other better things. He seems kind of old though. I don't see him as somebody with like
2: his co career ahead of him.
0: He's uh, not I mean, like not sixty. Like, whole... <laughs> yeah,
2: he's still got okay. plenty. He's still got I'm... plenty of miles. Uh, yeah, that's true. I I don't know. I just I, mean... I think he might be playing to type a little bit uh, here. Yeah. Um, and I I'm worried he's gonna pigeonhole himself.
1: My worry is that like a lot of comedians, he won't necessarily change with the times. Like if yes, you, if you, he's going to be If you entrenched, think of a lot of, I like, think. late 90s, early 2000s, like, especially comedic movies, if you watch them now, uh... or, if, or if they come out with sequels, God forbid, a all, like, Zoolander 2, um,
0: <laughs> they
1: just do not age, and the comedic actors do not, pay attention yeah. to what's actually going on in the world.
2: Yeah, what's weird is is Brooklyn Nine-Nine seems to be really trying to be with the times, sometimes to its detriment, like I mentioned with Scully and Hitchcock screaming cuck and snowflake at each other, but they really <laughs> try to be current, and it seems like the show tries to be sensitive, but it's also kind of blind to its biggest flaw.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean I and, and, I, I think it, its heart is in the wrong place,
0: but everything else. And and I I, I mean it's almost a sense of self preservation. Like they couldn't carry on if they acknowledged no. their, their most inherent problem. So they just have to do yeah. that or die. It's not it's and not they really, really
2: they really caught themselves in like you said it's a sticky wicket and that's exactly what it's I think it would be like. really
1: interesting to like yeah. interview the writers of the show and sort of like discuss yeah. with them like
2: I wonder how... I wonder what the writer's room looks like. I bet it's... I mean, it's got to be predominantly white. This is Hollywood. Um,
0: yeah. But
2: I really want to know, like, who is behind this. Um, yeah. Not, like, <laughs> animatizing them and shaming them or, like, but like or no. parading them through Town Square. I just want to know, like, what was making this your happen? <laughs> yeah, what goes through your mind? I really... I wanted to have researched um, kind of the background of the show. Like, I wanted to know... <clears throat> if it was, like, on maybe the government's or local police department's payroll, which sounds pretty tin if I think about it, but it's not outside of the realm of possibility.
0: Um, there might be a little kickback, there might be a little
2: Yeah, I just think that the, the production of this show might be a very interesting thing to think about. Yeah. And just what it was like to pitch this show, because I guarantee you it was pitched to a room full of white people. There's well, no that's way the ceiling... be okay to otherwise... Well, in Hollywood, is there yeah, any the other room? Rooms yeah, that's the only rooms that exist exactly. in
0: Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all the rooms. Those yeah. are the people with the money. So, yeah. <laughs> well, Well, uh, we've been talking for a long time. Yeah. Uh, so, maybe we want to... I mean, does anybody have any sort of last thoughts they want to get no. in? No, my, my voice is given out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do, we, do we have any other, like... Uh sitcoms that we just want to
0: profess well, love for you had mentioned Bob's Burgers Bob's Burgers, Bob's Burgers, Bob's Burgers is, good is good. wonderful it's my favorite show <laughs> on television uh, Alex you had mentioned you'd been watching something
1: yeah so I'd already seen the, the whole series before but I was sick and was wanting some easy viewing um, it's called Schitt's Creek
0: I haven't watched that but it looks really cute
1: so it's on I saw
0: ads for that and I was like who watches this no okay
1: <laughs> I know. it's amazing so um it's on Uh, Amazon Prime and on Netflix the third season just added on there it's originally on Pop TV which nobody has
0: Um, sorry
2: wow I just love learning about new channels
1: (laughs) it's a Canadian show
0: Uh, okay
1: it stars Eugene Levy I love him I don't know him you don't he's Jewish oh god
0: (laughs) I know right we all know each other (laughs) I genuinely don't know
1: Um, Uh, the only example I can think of is like his oldest movie (laughs)
0: But yeah, he was in like American Pie, and um, I have not seen that. Best yeah, that's show? all right. You don't need to. Best in Show. Yeah, I've seen Best in Show. No. Okay, a, a you need to go watch be Best in watch Show it. right now because he's <laughs> in I love it dogs. as is.
1: Yes, he's in it as is Catherine O'Hara, who was his co-star in Ships Creek.
2: Okay, you'd Mary recognize York. her I, if you saw I'll her. I'll probably just watch. I'll probably just watch Ships Creek. Yes. I don't have good. The that's a good place for movies. Yeah, go
1: ahead. Yeah. Um, but it's actually uh, created by Eugene Levy's son, Daniel Levy. Um,
2: oh, okay.
1: and he's, he's a gay That's man cute. and it's like, oh, it's such a good, okay. So basically it's about a rich family that loses everything and they have to go live in this town that the dad bought for his son as a joke.
0: I love that. <laughs> That's
2: kind of like a rest of development setup. Yes. Yeah. that But
1: they're like so entitled, but like in the most adorable, like, oh, you don't know these things, sort of way.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, humanizing rich people is also a problem, but well, I yes. don't have as much of a problem with it as humanizing that <laughs> It's
0: institutional violence. Um, not quite as troubling.
1: But it has, like, yeah. it has some, some good parts about it. Like like I said, uh, Daniel Levy, who, like, created the show, um, he's gay in real life. His character in the show is pansexual, which is pretty cool.
2: Hmm. Oh, really? Like, they say the word. They don't, like, do an Orange is a New Black where it's, like, are you still? the
1: I I don't but. I don't remember if they say it outright, but like he, it's pretty clear he's uh, queer. Okay. He's
0: demonstrably pansexual.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, he, he's demonstrably gay, and then he has sex with a woman, so it's like,
2: huh. yeah, um, interesting.
1: But he's wonderful. He's like his personality is so like. I don't know. you have to see it because it's so strange and wonderful.
2: I mean, I will. Again, I ran out of stuff to watch while I draw. (laughs) Well,
1: and there's three... I'm drawing... There's three whole seasons. Literally all the time now. You've got some time. Oh. (laughs) Anyway, I, I really recommend it. It's like cute and stupid, which is like, I think, the perfect combo for a sitcom.
2: That's why they named Cupid that way. Cute and stupid. <laughs> there he- that was
0: the dumbest joke I made today. I
1: mean, screen. we both laughed, so.
0: Well, yeah, that's on you. <laughs> well, and, and now we have it recorded for posterity. God bless. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess the ultimate thing, I mean, it's, it's just important to remember to be thoughtful and critical about the things that you love, because they can be doing some dangerous work. Um, but that's not to say that it's, like, wrong to yeah. like things about them.
2: That's That's been my question this entire time, is should I just not watch it? And I don't think there's a good answer about how to enjoy things responsibly. I just don't. Yeah. I, think, I, just... I
1: think you just have to do whatever... Feels okay or makes sense to you. So, like you were saying, yeah. that um, you don't support the, you know, the the company that makes it by by watching it no. online. So you don't. Give uh, that's an I don't option. even do that
2: with shows I like.
1: <laughs> well, it's just sometimes um. hard to, to get at them, but yeah. But I mean, that's that's one way of doing it is you know not not giving them your money or your 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 ratings. Um, also, yeah. just letting people know, like, hey. There's some amazing parts about the show, and you should enjoy it. But also, hey, let's also think about like what what else we're taking in with this show, and why we should, yeah. you know, talk about it together. Like we're talking about it now.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. S- trying to trying to break it down, and figure out what's what it yeah. is about it that that may be uh, a mistake. Because
1: at the end of the day. Yeah, but-
2: the idea is the show is the mistake, so it's <laughs> it's very difficult to have this argument because about this the, particular show. The hard
1: part is, like, we want to support um, people that are not supported by... I don't know how to word this. Um,
0: no, I know what you're we getting We want to
1: make at. ourselves happy, but we also don't want to make other people's lives hell.
2: Yeah, it's just difficult. Yes, it is. Um, it's a difficult show to engage with. It's a difficult idea to engage with is that something you like is actively harmful
0: yeah um so uh, i don't know how
2: actively harmful this is but it's very passively harmful which i think is the by i think it's the catchphrase of liberalism is passively hurtful yeah Um, yeah (laughs) uh,
0: yeah Uh, Yeah, well, okay, so Brooklyn Nine-Nine showrunners, do something else set somewhere else. (laughs) Yes. I don't care if you use the same
2: characters, don't acknowledge it. Give them slightly different names. Or even just, like, make it a dream the whole time
1: and they were all asleep in an office somewhere.
2: (laughs) I mean, they started this this fifth season with a dream sequence, which confused me because they never did that before. That's a, They kind of, yeah. they broke their own rule and it creeped me the hell out, but I wish they'd do that again. I, <laughs> listen, I don't like coma endings. I think they're bullshit and a cop-out. I would love a coma <laughs> ending for this show. Yeah, just a, a clean spot. A slide. coma reset button. Yes.
0: Mm, yeah, yeah, that'll work. That'll do it. All right, we solved your problem, Brooklyn Yeah, Nine. So there you go. Be, how you do it'll it? It'll be,
1: Jake wakes up in a coma, he was a firefighter the whole time, but he. He watched a lot of Die Hard when he was a kid, so that's why he dreamed about it in his coma. D-
0: Die Hard was on the TV in the hospital. There you go. This is turning hospital. into one of my favorite fans. He's in the scrubs hospital. Oh my god! And then he then he gets a job at
2: the office office, but nobody's <laughs> fucking there. Um, it's all it's just like it's all the shitty new characters they brought in once Sinkara oh, no. left, so <laughs> It's just, so you just have like more and more of the Brooklyn I 9 characters being hired and then go. you like push out um, everybody else, like you push out the weird, not Jim and not Dwight, you push out the weird like Robert California or oh, the God. fuck his name was.
1: But keep Kathy Bates, right?
2: I, yeah, Kathy Bates was good in that, but she wasn't a good office She character. was
1: not a great character, I don't think, but Kathy Bates is welcome anywhere.
2: She was great on that show, but she was not great for that show. I think some of the characters they they
0: introduced were good, but they were not good office characters. For sure, for sure. I have so many TV opinions. (laughs) Well, then, I think that just means that you're going to have to come back sometime. We're going to get along just fine. Yeah, I'd love to be back. This is fun. Yay! Okay, awesome. So, I guess, um, to wrap up, let's just um, plug your stuff a little, because I'd love to... Mm, Do that. Plug my stuff. Let's plug your uh, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> oh, we built up too much of
1: a port. Overload! Uh, overload! Tension,
0: <laughs> too much tension here. We gotta, mm, we gotta decompress. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So where should people go to find you and your things? They, they shouldn't. Um, <laughs> I
2: don't want. You mentioned my Twitter at the top of the show. It's at Brent Raptor, all one word. Um, I do not post good things there. It's mostly just art and garbage. Um, well, I do have a
1: okay art. <laughs> art is better. Art me. is better on Twitter than yeah. most of the other stuff on Twitter. So
0: no. that's <laughs> true. Here's my editorialization. Uh, this person is crazy. Their stuff is great. Go check it out. <laughs> well,
2: thank you. Uh, and I do have an art blog at druzy.tumblr.com. That's d r double o s y. Um, I don't update that as much as my Twitter, but my Twitter is literally just my first thought on everything. Um, (laughs) and I am working on Maskers, uh, which is by Toby G's Queer Studios, that's queer with an exclamation point. I am a storyboarder and a voice actor, I forgot to mention that. I will be playing a Megan with an H. Uh
0: Ah, one of the elusive (laughs)
2: H-Megans. Yeah, like an A Rachel, which I am not. I don't speaking.
1: know why, but I I assume, I like imagined Megan spelled with a silent H at the beginning for some reason.
2: <laughs> Megan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like indicating that you're wheezing it out. <laughs> <laughs> Megan. Um,
0: <laughs> so, yes. um and you've uh, also got a Miriam Beach tumbler. Yeah. I do. Miriam Beach all one
2: word. Spelled like the woman's name. Um that is, yeah, that's a Tumblr that's kind of showing off work in progress. I also have a Patreon, which I believe is also uh, Druzy. Let me check. Think, yeah, it's yeah. Druzy.
0: Is it Druzy? I don't know. Uh, it just calls you Rachel K., so.
2: Yeah, it does. Um, It's Druzy, D-R-O-O-S-Y. Uh, that's my Patreon, and you'll see, like, some updates about Miriam Beach coming along. It's going to be a comic that... Has a lot of the same ethos as a Bob's Burgers or Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's basically, you know, one of those dumb, like, three gamers on a couch comic, but written by a non-gamer. And somebody who <laughs> thinks love is funny. So, yeah, I don't know, just watch That's out for awesome. that, I guess.
0: Yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, so, no, I'm super excited for Miriam Beach. Like, I love what you've done uh, so far. I'm it's so precious. excited. I'm very excited, but I'm so afraid I'm gonna
2: let everyone down. But we are not we'll see. See. it's so.
1: If 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 this helps you at all, just remember that failure is just another part of your story.
2: Aw. Oh. I also like uh, the dinosaur comics take on it, which is failure is just success rounded down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. Or like the or like the Swedes said in Brooklyn nine nine. Yeah. Uh, if you're wrong, that just means you've learned something. Oh, yes. I love that. <laughs> Unfortunately,
2: learning something on the internet involves being yelled at, and I'm not excited <laughs> about that part.
0: Well, you've certainly got me on your side. I, I think that Why, the stuff you, you do is awesome, and I'm a big fan.
2: Oh. <laughs> well, I'm a big fan of this show now that I've been on it. That's Yay! It's right. egotistical so, as so, so all
1: we need to do is have everybody in the world on the That's show, correct. and then they will be That's listeners. correct. <laughs> That's
0: correct. <laughs> okay, so yes, find yeah. uh, Rachel slash Brent uh, at yes. BrentRaptor on Twitter, uh, Druzy on Tumblr. Check and Patreon, Patreon out. Do it. I did. I'm I'm a patron. Oh, so. that's nice of you. Yeah, I had to. I I, Why, I thank love you. I love Miriam Beach, and I want to know everything about it.
2: <laughs> Me too. I'm, <laughs> I'm finding out things as as much as you are. Like, uh, well, that's Twitter, so much fun though. Yeah, on Twitter, most of my tweets are about like, oh God. What if Mason is a guy who calls bananas nanners and pineapples napples? That's most
0: of my tweets. And you know he it's is. It's literally just saying, my character fucking does this. <laughs> like, Well, it's almost... that and that 2D Russell shipping.
2: Oh, yeah, it's mostly that. It's gorilla <laughs> shit now. I'm so sorry. But I'm it's not... like, since I draw my characters now literally to graduate college, I have to have an escape. And so when I'm not drawing my boys, I'm drawing the other boys. Mm-hmm. The boys in the band. So yeah, that's my current. Again, my my interests change like from week to week. I literally have ADHD. I'm not a person who says that to be fun. I actually have ADHD, and that means I can get really swept up in intense interests.
0: So that's mostly what my Twitter is. It's a testament to that. Well, it's 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 a fun ride to be on. <laughs> it is. It is. Okay. Um. And then also, uh, check out Alex's book coming out. Tomorrow, so by the time this episode goes up, it'll be out. You can buy it, do... What's it called?
1: It's called The Myth of Man.
0: Ooh. It's, it's um, a collection of queer poetry, and I'm really yeah. excited about it. That is exciting! Um, yes. And Falling I'll, Bridge I'll, Press?
2: I'll,
1: uh, floating Bridge
0: Floating Press. Bridge. Um,
1: cool. And I'll, I'll provide a link. We'll provide links to purchasing yes. it online. I linked um, on the show
0: notes last episode. I'll link the, yeah. the website again
1: cool um and if you want me to have money purchase it from me um other if, if if it's easier just to order it from them go ahead as long as you get your hands on it, i am happy
0: <laughs> okay i uh, bet you say that to everybody
1: <laughs> well i mean like you don't go into poetry expecting to be rich
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh bu- buddy
2: i am an artist i am with you 100 <laughs> percent yeah. Aspiring novelist here. What? Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, we're all just a
0: bunch of losers. Now. Hopefully this you're, podcast you're
1: takes off so we can have some spending yeah, money. Well,
0: that's, that's, that's where the money on. So that's strike one. That's where the <laughs> money is. Podcasting. Right. <laughs> yeah, well,
2: you could be gaming YouTubers. Let's all just be gaming YouTubers. <gasps> yeah, apparently that's where it's at. Just be really, really racist, but in secret.
0: <laughs> Until it all comes crashing down around us. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: That does it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to us on YouTube if you absolutely love us and like the video if you like us.
0: You can also find us on iTunes, Google Play, and Anchor.fm. Please rate and subscribe so more nerds can find us.
1: Check us out on Twitter at LitMeritPod for updates and news.
0: And thanks to Jonathan Colton for the use of our theme song, Fraud, from his album, Artificial Heart.
1: Until next time, remember, no no guilty guilty
0: pleasures. pleasures.